0: We're going to break down chapters go through each book separately go into character analysis
1: and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books characters plots etc
0: and maybe play some fun games along the way exactly so welcome and enjoy Had did you? um, They did like a fifty percent off hardcover. I saw
1: everybody posting about it, but I didn't have a chance to go.
0: I literally, I didn't know.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't then, know until I saw all the book talkers. Like, well, posting. I didn't even see
0: it on Booked. T- I wasn't on TikTok a lot over the or holidays. I saw it on Instagram. That's what. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, But no, I was going to a movie with my dad on. I think it was like Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday this week. Mm-hmm. I think it was Monday, and it was at North Point Mall, and I was. I had gotten a Barnes and Noble gift card over yeah. Christmas. So I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna swing by Barnes and Noble while I'm over here. Mm-hmm. And then I saw fifty percent off a of hard card. That's amazing. And I was like, what? And apparently that I think that was the last night of it. So I was like, Yes. So I got three books. Okay. But like I got three books and the reading, the new reading journal. Oh yeah. That I showed you. I got all of that for I think it was like fifty bucks. That's and not then bad at all. my gift card was like thirty dollars. Yeah. So I paid like 20 bucks for all of that. Which was the best. Alright, welcome back everybody. This is episode 14. Mm-hmm. We are so close to the end. I know. Um, chapters 56 through 60. And I'm calling this The Beginnings of War. Because mm. this was a really hard section. I mean, it was like intense and good, but it was really hard to read in other ways. Yeah. I don't know. What did you think about this week?
1: There was just... This- I was very proud of Farah, and I was mm-hmm. proud of Nesta, all these good characters stepping yeah. up, um, but it was also hard to hard to see that everything they've worked for kind of gets crumbled.
0: I know, it's like all slowly falling apart. Yeah. Which is sad. Um, okay, well, chapter 56 summary. Um, I made this in in my feels mm-hmm. sticker, and I put Farah and Reese return home, because last week... They were in the cabin. Yes. We had the greatest few chapters ever. The mate moments. The mate moments. And now they're coming back. Mm -hmm. Um, What are some highlights for you in chapter 56?
1: So the whole going primal thing that Reese had mentioned is for real. (laughs) It's very real. And I love how Cassian just plays into it because he knows. Yes. And I just, it was so funny how how he provokes him. Yes. Um, And Amron definitely wanted to as well. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciated that. But yeah. I love that they're really only doing it for Reese's best interests. Right. Just because, you know, Cassian says he could see that he needed to take the edge off. And mm-hmm. I just love that they're family and that this family now includes Feyre. Officially.
0: It's so sweet. But, like, to your exact point, it's like, it's so cool how they can, like, read each other so well. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, they know, like, exactly what he needs. Like, are they playing with him a little? Yes. But, yeah. like... <laughs> They're also helping him. Right. Because they know he's struggling a little bit, too. A little bit. Just a little bit. Um, I thought it was hilarious, like, right when they got there, Mm -hmm. um, how it's, I think it was like, Cassian said something re-snarled, and then it said, the Illyrian warriors in the camp began shooting into the sky, hauling women and children with them. (laughs) Like, everyone's just, like, fleeing. They're like, we're not gonna be here when this goes down. No. Um, So, I just thought that was really funny. Um, and Moore says
1: welcome to the family fera. and I thought those might have been the most beautiful words I'd ever heard
0: that made me like
1: mm. it was so feelsy Feels. I was just gushing over here she's officially family officially part of the night court no. it made me so happy for
0: her it is so good also she calls Valaris home yes that's exactly what I was gonna say next a moment later the four of us had winnowed to the music and light of Valaris to home
1: She's like embraced everything about the Night Court the inner circle, Polaris.
0: Yes. It's like all, I, I felt like all along, even though she kind of like sensed this connectedness and wanting to be there, she had been like putting up those walls, yeah. you know? And those have all just, bloop, I know, fallen right All down. gone. Oh, <sighs> which is great. Mm-hmm. And then so they get to Valaris, and then again another moment that just gave me like feels is you know they walked into the dining room of the House of Wind mm-hmm. and found more Azriel, Amran, and Cassian already seated, waiting for us. As one they stood, as one they looked at me, and as one they bowed. Mm-hmm. And it just—I don't know—it's just if I can like picture that like movie moment, you yes. know, I, like the music rising and swelling, and just it just it feels just like Argh. I
1: know. And then Amran says, we will serve and protect. Yes. And they each place a hand over their heart. And I just love that. That <laughs> she's family, but they're still gonna serve and protect her just like they do Reese. I know. And they're like treating her as Reese's equal. I know. I love it's it. It's so
0: good. Mm-hmm. And of course, like Farah's super uncomfortable because of course she has always is to yep. be. <laughs> Um, but I just think it's funny where they're, the way that they respond is just like, we know you're uncomfortable, but like, too bad we're not. Basically, yeah. <laughs> we're not not doing this. Oh, and it's like, it's family. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Anything else? for This one was like a really short chapter, but it was just, I don't know, just it was sweet.
1: Um, Farah makes a comment to Moore that made me laugh she says in regards to Reese he does need unusual amounts of coddling and Asriel (laughs) choked on his wine and I met his gaze warm for once soft even Mm. it just made me kind of sad that it's taken this long for Farrah to see the side of Asriel that he's like opening up and just a warm person yeah yeah
0: I foreshadowing for the rest of this reading Mm -hmm. I feel like we see a lot of different sides of Asriel like he has some intense emotional range in yes. these next few chapters that mm-hmm. I I had been, like... He ke- it kept catching my eye. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Azriel's doing what? And Asriel's saying what? Yeah. Just, it's going to be interesting.
1: Yeah, I feel like you kind of glaze over it the first time you read through this. You're just like, yes. oh, yeah, whatever. But reading it with intentionality, you yeah. notice, like, all these small things about As. Yeah. So, that was my only other thing for that chapter. Yeah.
0: So, they all finish their dinner, and they... Fly out to? Did they actually fly out? Yes, they did. Yeah, they left for the mortal. So realms. they left for the mortal realm to go talk to the queens.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Bum, bum, bum. Chapter fifty-seven. 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 All right. Um, this has a cranky sticker yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I just put we meet with the queens once more. <laughs> what did you think?
1: These queens are completely ridiculous. They really are. It's like they had made up their minds before even coming to this meeting, which makes me question, like, why even bother?
0: Exactly.
1: Granted, the one queen did betray the others and brought the book in secret, but even still, it just makes me mad how, like, selfish and ridiculous these human queens
0: are. Yeah. So. It was it was bizarre to read, because, I don't know, you think about, like, rulers, mm-hmm. and you want them t- to be, like, I don't know, to care about their people, and, yeah. and, and just they- nothing. They definitely
1: don't care about the people close to the wall. No. If they care about anybody, it's definitely not them.
0: Yeah. So. It's just, it's unfortunate to Mm. read. Yep. Um, But I loved how, like, feisty Feyre is Mm -hmm. at the beginning of this. You just, like, you just start seeing her, I think, like, I don't Obviously, this whole situation with Reese is very transforming for her. And you're just, you're really starting to see it. Because at one point... I think, you know, they said something about, like, you know, you really insulted us last time. Mm-hmm. You're lucky we're even here. And Feyre said, if that's the worst insult any of you have ever received in your lives, I'd say you're all in for quite a shock when war comes. And you just keep seeing her with these little, like, quick remarks um, against them. So it's like it's almost like she's found her yep. her tongue, her wit, mm-hmm. in that sense. And, and it's really so
1: true. It. I mean... If yes, that...
0: she's right in everything she it, says. Exactly.
1: Um... And I love that she she said, Reese and I stood hand in hand, unflinching, a song without end or beginning. And I just, I love how she thinks of herself and Reese, just only yeah. in a positive and loving way, which is like nothing how she saw herself and Tamlin. Yes. So, and they're just standing together against the queens, which yes. I loved.
0: A song without end or beginning is just like, that's like the best way to describe mm-hmm. a relationship and love. I don't know, like I just, I would never have like, Used those words, but when I hear them, I'm just like, ah! Oh, I know. I know exactly what that picture is. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they came right to show them Valaris. That's like mm-hmm. the whole point of being here. This is your proof that, um, you know, they're good people, and they show them Valaris. Mm-hmm. And their response was like well thanks for or they said your trust is appreciated like that's it
1: such a weird response
0: such a weird response um
1: i before they even show them Valaris. um i thought it was interesting the queens are you know like you mentioned how they're challenging Farrah, and mm-hmm. Farrah gets snappy but they were saying that nesta's insults were grave enough last time that three of the queens decided not to come
0: right and i was
1: like really that's crazy get over yourself i know um, also, the Queens mentioned that they're not like our people. it's two different peoples, like Feyre's people and our people, so yeah. they're just being very standoffish yeah um
0: again, to your point, why did they even come?
1: right what was the point of the two of them even coming yes um and then other the other thing was um. In regards to more, like, I know how we talked about how more is the Morgan, and she's yeah. got this power of truth, which we still don't really understand, but she does get into it a little bit when she's yeah. talking about the Veritas. She says, um, the gift of my first ancestor to our bloodline. Only a few times in the history of Prithian have we used it. Have we unleashed its truth upon the world? Truth is deadly. Truth is freedom. Truth can break and mend and bind. The Veritas holds it in the truth of the world. I am the Morrigan. You know I speak Truth. So he's still like I still
0: don't understand I don't really get it
1: still But they seem to go You know Along with it Yeah The fact that It is truth But I really still don't understand How she has truth power
0: Yeah like truth When I think about like The power of truth I think very like Relationally Mm -hmm. I don't think Like physically Yeah So it's just I don't know The the, like fear That people have of Morrigan Mm -hmm. Is like I'm like are you that afraid of like a relational
1: or of power? hearing the truth or of, of hearing her, the Can truth? she make them tell the truth? Like I don't know. Like understand. how is that
0: helpful in war?
1: I don't know. I still haven't figured like out on a this battlefield truth power yet and I don't know. But yeah, so that was just more to yeah. the confusion re- of the I truth. Just, I don't get it. No. Cuz yeah. I don't think it's a power. But whatever. Well, like
0: like I said, I think it can be a power but like relationally, like right. in courts, in there's power in conversation. truth But how is it a person's power? Like that could be applied on a battlefield. Right. I don't know. Because they talked about how fierce she was in like the previous war. Yeah. It's like is she just a really good fighter and then
1: has this truth has power this
0: <laughs> truth relational power, but it doesn't connect to her on a battlefield? I don't know.
1: Don't know. It's Still confusing. waiting on clarification, SJM.
0: Yeah, we are.
1: Um, but the queens are, in regards to what you had said earlier, how they said, we appreciate yeah. you basically showing us. I was like, what politicians? That's I know. It's exactly what any politician would say just, oh, thank you. We'll consider it, kind yeah. of thing.
0: And they're just like so unfazed by Risa's speech. He said, that is Velaris. For 5,000 years, we've kept it a secret from outsiders, and now you know. This is what I protect with the rumors, the whispers, the fear, why I fought for your people in the war only to begin my own supposed reign of terror once I ascended my throne and ensured everyone heard the legends about it. But if the cost of protecting my city and people is the contempt of the world, then so be it. Mm-hmm. They're unmoved by that.
1: How are you unmoved by that? I don't understand. Don't get it. Nope. Um, but, oh my goodness, I love Reese. He literally wrote the Queen's love letters. Mm. About his love for Pharaoh and trying to convince them of his true intentions. But
0: like before. I know. All bef- the things. Before
1: they were mates or before she knew they were mates. Just yeah. I was like this guy is amazing.
0: I know. Or this
1: male. Excuse me.
0: And it's like it's about saving her people to help save my own. It's just like I just love it. I know. But then the queens take like a turn and this is like I'm like you guys are just grasping for straws here because oh, yeah. they're like, what if you're not even the Morgan? Like, how do we know that you're, right. and it's like, what, what come are you on. Doing?
1: Why'd you even come?
0: Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Ridiculous.
1: But Nesta, man, this is one of the few times where I am pro-Nesta. Yes. I was like, go girl. <laughs> she literally demands the queens give over the book. Uh, um, she's she- just like. Give it I know she's sick of their the stupid excuses and political talk she yeah. knows like the book is necessary to protect herself and Elaine and yeah. she's just standing up for what she wants yes yeah she said please and Ferris said I didn't think I'd ever heard the words from her mouth please do not leave us to face this alone ugh. and Nessa's just like begging them because she's human and these are human queens they should care about their oh, own no. people ugh but it doesn't seem like it's gonna be enough
0: nope They've done everything they can, but I, and I love, so the queens don't care. No, not at all. But then Cassian steps up. Oh my gosh, I love this. Go ahead. Cassian, he says, so he goes up, he stands in front of Nesta, and he says, 500 years ago I fought on battlefields not far from this house I fought beside human and fairy alike bled beside them I will stand on that battlefield again Nesta Archeron to protect this house your people I can think of no better way to end my existence than to defend than to defend those who need it most and she said I watched a tear slide down Nesta's cheek and I watched as Cassian reached up a hand to wipe it away she did not flinch from his touch There's just, like, this fun tenderness there that I really appreciate.
1: I love it so much. And even just right past that, she said, so she didn't flinch when he touched or wiped the tear. I didn't know why, but I looked at more. Her eyes were wide, not with jealousy or irritation, but something perhaps like awe. It's, like, the sweetest thing ever. I know. And I love that Cassian calls it he would end his existence, not his life. It just seems so much more...
0: Yes, it's not just like, I will fight for you. Right. It's, there is no better way for me to die than fighting for you.
1: <sighs> and just Nesta Archeron, like full name. That's like one of those things you want somebody to propose to you. Like, yes, give me your full name. The full
0: name. There's just like that extra, like, mm.
1: I know In it And it's not like Nesta's been nice to Cassian No And Cassian's even talked to Fair about how You know he was the one that snapped at her At the yep. family dinner About how Nesta doesn't do anything for her Yeah And he's the one that's defending her mm. I just love it so much
0: I really like it I just I really like Cassian And I like seeing this side of Cassian I
1: love Cassian mm.
0: So good um, So Again. The queens pull them off Yeah The queens disappear hmm. And Reese didn't put up much of a fight. Nope. And we find out why. Because the Golden Queen
1: smuggled the book in.
0: Mwah. Yes. God bless the Golden Queen. Let me. Say. I was
1: shocked though. I did not expect that. No. Especially like the way they were acting.
0: Yes. So. Well, she was playing her part well. She
1: did very well.
0: Um. So they. So now they have the other half of the book, and there was a note in it that mm-hmm. just like, ugh, warmed my heart. Um, but also was like what Mm -hmm. so she said I read your letter about the woman you love I believe you and I believe in peace which just like pause there it's like oh his words did move somebody I know at least and she goes I believe in a better world if anyone asks you stole this thing during the meeting do not trust the others the sixth queen was not ill and you're Mm. like
1: what? I know. I was like dun dun dun. What's going on?
0: Right. Like like I mentioned, like you could tell they were like desperate for excuses. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, at first you think oh it's just because they don't want to deal with it. They don't want to be in this war. Yeah. But the fact that the sixth queen was wasn't ill, you're like, huh? Why isn't she there? What's going what on? What happened with her? Yeah. So,
1: and then the book speaks to Farah, which again. She said, "It." the book said, Life and death and rebirth, sun and moon and dark, rot and bloom and bones. Hello, sweet thing. Hello, lady of night, princess of decay. Hello, fang beast, and trembling fawn. Love me, touch me, sing me. Madness. Where the first half had been cold cunning, this box was chaos and disorder and lawlessness, joy and despair.
0: So interesting how, like, they contrast so deeply. Right. It's being, you know, two parts of the same book.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's just I think it's interesting what he calls her, "Hello, Lady of Night." So again, like the book knows, yeah. just like the first book knew she was fair a curse breaker. So true. This one knows she's you know the Lady of the Night Court. Yeah, that's and, such a good. But call. Princess of Decay, I think, is an interesting term. Yeah, I haven't figured out that one quite yet.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Hmm. But I just thought that was an interesting name for her.
0: That is a really interesting name. So. Hmm. Um. Okay. So. They kind of have a chat with Nesta and Elaine to be like, hey, you know, shit's about to go down. Mm-hmm. Do you want to stay here? Mm-hmm. You, and, like, we'll give you guards. Or yep. do you want to come with us? And they think about it, and they decide to stay.
1: Which also, I'm very impressed. Reese is so generous. Because we know he hates Nesta and yes. Elaine because they never did anything to help Pharaoh yes. when they were human. I don't
0: know if he, like, hates Elaine, but... He's not fond of either fond of them. not fond
1: of either of them. Um, but he offers, you know, their protection in either the night court or he'll send his guards to the mortal realm to yeah. protect them. And uh, he's just so selfless, as always.
0: Yeah. So they choose to say he says he's going to send the guards, mm-hmm. but the last line of this chapter, um, so it said, Nesta looked between Reese and Cassie and then to me. Despair still paled her face, but she bowed her head and said to me, that was why you painted stars on your drawer. It is. <laughs> I'll it, never be over that.
1: No. Never,
0: She's, never, never. And
1: again, as we've mentioned, Nesta is so observant.
0: She's so observant. Like, how did she pick that up?
1: No. Because, I mean, I remember when Farah came home the first time, and she was like, yep. this isn't your home. Yes. just She just knew. Yes. And now she knew like mm-hmm. she doesn't know that they're mates she doesn't know what's happened between Farrah yeah. and Reese and she just knows this is why you painted stars yeah she's,
0: like in some ways she's obviously like the worst big sister yes but in other ways like in moments like this I see that like big sister yeah. moment of like oh like, she that's why
1: yeah she knows she cares she just doesn't yeah. let on about either
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so true um, okay, chapter 58
1: mm-hmm.
0: was intense. This is a yikes yeah. sticker for me, lots of tension, mm-hmm. and I just put Valaris is intact. It's terrible. What I, did you? I love
1: all your short summaries for this section. Like, I literally
0: I, it was th- this is the part. Okay, so like we said last week, mm-hmm. like, the story's not over. No. Like, there's so much happening. I like. I'm like I cannot stop reading this book. I cannot put this book down. Yeah. So I'm and it's one of those things where it's like with these summaries, I'm almost like like I feel like so much is happening you that it's like you can't summarize it. I, you can't summarize it unless it's just these very Big. simple statements. It's true you know, though. Without writing and rewriting. The oh chapter. yeah.
1: No, I totally <laughs> agree.
0: <sighs> but anyway, what did you notice high level in chapter 58?
1: The backstabbing queens. Fuck that. I hate these stupid queens. I
0: try not to drop the F word in I this know. podcast, but, like...
1: It's justified in this case.
0: How... He, like... But... What?
1: Yeah. <coughs> so, turn against the Nightcourt and the beautiful city that they were shown. Yes. I was like, you sided with Highburn? Ah. No. What? Ugh, I just... I hate that Valaris is attacked, but I love how Feyre claims this city. Like, she claims the city and the people as her own and defends them with yes. her power. And this is... Really, the first time that we see her power in action, Mm -hmm. and it's super impressive.
0: Yeah, these these next few chapters, I just I cried. Yes, because it's like it's so heartbreaking what's happening to Valaris, but it's so incredible to see her in action. Yeah, like you just said, it's just Mm -hmm. it was a lot of feels.
1: Yeah. So speaking of feels, we start out with feels. feels. Sarah and Cassian, they're walking, and she starts talking about Nesta. Uh, wait, did you have anything before I... No,
0: I was just saying, oh. Okay.
1: Um, she says, Nesta is different from most people. She comes across as a rigid and vicious, as rigid and vicious, but I think it's a wall, a shield, like the ones Reese has in his mind. And he says, against what? She says feeling. I think Nesta feels everything. Sees too much, sees and feels it all. And she burns with it. Keeping that wall up helps her from being overwhelmed, from mm-hmm. caring from caring too greatly. She will never be like more. She will never love freely and gift it to everyone who crosses her path. But the few she does care for, I think Nesta would shred the world apart for them, shred herself apart for them. Mm-hmm. And I just, I never thought of Nesta, like, in high regards, as, yeah. as all of you listeners know. <laughs> um, but when you talk about it, like, when Fair talks about her like that, and her loyalty and deep love for people, yeah. and just how she would do anything to defend them, it makes me understand-ish, yeah. and kind of, like, respect her a little bit more, just because I have those tendencies, too, yes. that, like, mama bear protective instinct over people that I love. Absolutely. And... I see that as we've kind of talked about Nesta a little bit more and more.
0: Yeah. No, I've read that. Or as I was reading this, I was like, oh my gosh, wait, that's also me. Mm -hmm. Except the super high walls. I I express my overwhelming Mm -hmm. emotion in a very different way. Right. But just having those intense, overwhelming emotions, I was like, oh, like I... I share
1: those feelings. I
0: share those feelings. Like I understand what it feels like to be you know terrified or like so deeply in love like I get those deep deep emotions and what it's like to feel so deeply that you like don't know what to do with it right and so while her and I I think express that differently mm-hmm. I definitely felt just even reading a little bit mm-hmm. like I understood and connected with Nesta a little bit better
1: yeah I was the same way
0: yeah so and I really appreciate Farah's insight into her sister because yeah. I think it like you know we both have siblings mm-hmm. and so sometimes you can just like write off different aspects of them you're right. like oh they're just they're this person this is what they do mm-hmm. and you know siblings have a tendency to annoy you at times or right. do things that you don't like but to be able to like remove yourself from that and be like no like this is why she does what she does and I understand her mm-hmm. I don't know it just it was it just came across as really like like a sweet sister yeah moment yeah so I'm I agree like it um real quick though I do want to add part of the reason why she's hanging out with Cassian is cuz Reese oh, is yeah. not in town. Mm-hmm. He's at the court of nightmares. So yep. like Cassian and Az have been like babysitting her. Yeah. Um so that kind of like sets the scene of what comes next. Yes which you know they've had that conversation they look then something like the air just like changes the water shifts yeah she's
1: like looking in the water and she said it feels like a drop of oil almost has been dropped in it which i was like dang (laughs) yeah you feel that that's intense
0: yes and then um and cassian felt it too Mm -hmm. because you know he says like what the hell is that yeah And I thought it was really cool how it said, like, he tapped the siphon on each hand with a finger, and I gaped as scaled black armor began unfolding and slithering up his wrists, his arms, replacing the tunic that had been there, layer after layer, coating him like a second skin, flowing up to his shoulders. The additional siphons appeared, and more armor spread across his neck, his shoulders, down his chest and waist. I blinked, and it had covered his legs and then his feet. And that just felt like such a badass moment to be like, tap, tap. Oh, like I I'm felt like slowly... I was watching, like,
1: Iron Man or something. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I was, like, just hit the button and, like, the suit appears.
0: Yes. Felt like a very, like, badass superhero moment. Yeah. You know? Um. So they look out towards the sky and they start seeing these black creatures. This
1: invasion coming. Coming.
0: hmm Which, like,
1: no! I know.
0: Um, but it's, I thought it was, it's like, it's so unbelievable to them that they're like, are they, are they birds? Like, it can't maybe be. is it an Illyrian patrol, but like, they don't know that they're here. So why would it be that? Right. Like, they can't even like comprehend what is about to happen. I
1: know. But I mean, they figure it out pretty quick. Yes. And Cassian, you know, being Cassian wants to protect Farrah and he tells yeah. her to go to the townhouse, which she doesn't. Of course. Um, and I feel bad because the time... Like, in that time, he throws up this shield, which Mm -hmm. takes so much of his power when she could have, like, gone and gotten help. Yeah. Because it wasn't just to protect her. I think it was to go let everybody know what's going on. Yeah. So, but, I mean, I get it. Like, it'd be hard to really make any decisive action in that time.
0: No, it's just, like, terror. Yeah. Because these creatures are all just, like, the Ator. Yeah. Which is, like, one of the most terrifying creatures ever. (laughs)
1: And we've only dealt with one Ator. We have an
0: entire legion
1: coming after them of ators and they're carrying other like soldiers right it's not just the ators it's a whole soldier like being carried by them which is
0: terrifying yeah and so the and these um so these ators have like these special like i don't know if like like wrist gauntlets there are these gauntlets Mm -hmm. on their um Claws to yeah. like help them like break through the shield, so they're it's like
1: similar to the chains that Reese had. So yes. like basically nullifies magic.
0: Yes. So, so they're like still breaking through. So it's like even right. Cassian's efforts are like not super right helpful.
1: And before Pharaoh you know, moves yeah the the Ator. I think the actual Ator that we've become so familiar with. Yeah. He drops the Golden Queen down <sighs> on a spike and impales her. And this is you know the one that helped yeah. them, brought them the book
0: just terrible yeah and
1: so she she dies right in front of pharah
0: and right before this when they were walking together Mm -hmm. i noticed pharah said something along the lines of like i wondered if i'd like get to see her again right yeah thank her and so it's like to go from just like thinking that to like seeing her impaled in front of you is traumatic
1: it's very traumatic Uh, but so clearly the queens have betrayed yes them as we were you know, kind of thought maybe something was weird in the last chapter. Now we know for sure. Absolutely. They betrayed them. They gave Valaris to Highburn.
0: Well, we shouldn't even say they. It was the old creepy lady. Apparently this golden queen was just yeah uh, taken out. It's just terrible. Mm -hmm. And so the king of Highburn's forces... Are in Valaris. Yep. But Faeor didn't need to even move to like notify anybody because it seems like both Azriel and Amran mm-hmm. very quickly figure out what's going on. Oh on their yeah, own. I'm sure they heard. Yeah. what was happening? They're they're pretty aware. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so Azriel joins Cassian fighting, and I just I appreciated this image. It said, um, "Cassian and Azriel were both in the skies now, and where they flew, those winged creatures died. Arrows of red and blue light shot from them, and those shields." Twin shields of red and blue merged, sizzling, and slammed into the rest of the aerial forces. Flesh and wing tore. Bone melted. And so, just like, this idea of the two of them, like, I just, I cannot wait to, like.
1: I know. Them working together. I want to yes, see the visual of all I, of this.
0: Just in my head, it sounds amazingly intense. It's
1: like an epic battle scene. Yes. Yeah. Which,
0: on just like a side note, I don't like people dying. No. <laughs> but battle scenes mm-hmm. are my favorite favorite yeah I love a good battle scene like Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. I could just re-watch like those battle scenes mm-hmm. over and over and like anytime I see one I'm just like ah this is so cool so I I don't know why I have such a fascination there's just it, like but... a build-up
1: and a hype and yes. there's so much excitement
0: yes and I just I love it when you get to see like the badass like nature. Yeah. Well, especially of these characters, especially
1: Azriel and Cassian because yes. they're warriors and this is when we yes. really first time we get to see them
0: actually fighting. Mm-hmm. So, it's exciting. It is exciting. So, And then we hear across the river, thunder boomed again, mm-hmm. and Amran is now also involved. Involved mm-hmm. in fighting. And Feyre decided that she would try to go to the townhouse to see if she can get as many people in safe. Since
1: it's warded from, like, everything, basically.
0: Yes, but the route there is completely blocked. Right. Um, And while she was trying to get there, she passes the rainbow. Mm. And the rainbow is under attack.
1: So she says, This was my home, these were my people. Mm. Oh, yes, Vera. And if I of... die
0: defending them, defending that small place in the world where art thrived, then so be it.
1: Yeah. So instead of going to the townhouse, she went us to the artist quarter to help fight and defend her people.
0: Yes. Which okay. A, I love that. Yep. Sob immediately. But what so like I'm a crier. Mm-hmm. We know this. Yes. But I was like, I was holding it together Mm -hmm. up to this point until... The Ordinary Citizen. The Ordinary Citizen!
1: I (laughs) love this part so much. I don't know why, but this has like such an impact.
0: It's so, like, it's just brave. Like, we see how powerful Feyre and Reese are and Cassie and Asriel. So you're just like, you're like, yes, they're badasses. They're going Mm -hmm. at it. Like, we know they have this power. But I think, like, when someone doesn't have that power yeah. but are just as brave. You're just like, oh, we don't
1: deserve you. No. Like, you know? I want to be like you.
0: Exactly.
1: So it's just this ordinary citizen defending her studio. So there's all these fairies that are inside hiding and she has like a metal pipe and she's just like standing outside the door.
0: And the winged soldiers are just like laughing at her. And taunting
1: like, her. Ah. But she doesn't like give in to fear or run away. No. She's defending her people. She's
0: the best i love it i wish we had her name i know so and it's just it was so like this like phrasing here was still she held the line still her face did not crumple like mm,
1: mm. i know i love that inner strength so good
0: so- and Feyre obviously is also moved by this oh yeah and she does the most that like I, we just saw a major badass but like for Feyre Probably the most badass thing she's ever done. Oh, yeah. Um, She goes to the Sidra and, like, stomps her foot. There's a mighty stomp. And it says, and as if in answer, the Sidra rose. Uh, Yeah, that's super impressive. (sighs) We have water wolves. (laughs) I love it. It's so creative. It is creative. And I think it's really cool that it's wolves. Mm -hmm. Because, hear me out, I feel like... The idea of wolves for Feyre mm-hmm. is terrifying mm-hmm. because you have her time as a human. Yep. Right. Her life was transformed by killing this one wolf. Like that's how all of this started. Right. And then Tamlin turns into a wolf creature and she's like avoided his powers and all of that. So it's like, I feel like there's just like this deeper level. Oh, for sure. Of th- choosing a wolf. Yeah. For as sure. As a creature. Mm-hmm.
1: And they just go after the soldiers.
0: Yes. Drowning them. This is just, this is so epic.
1: And so the soldiers that try to escape, you know, they fly into the sky Mm -hmm. and her water wolves get wings. Yes. And they, you know, they go after the ones in the sky and they drench them and then she turns them into ice and they fall and shatter.
0: Just like. Oh my God. She's so epic.
1: So legit.
0: So legit. And so as she's doing this, she sees amongst all of them, mm-hmm. the attor. Yes. So, which like, I don't know how she's able to like differentiate it. Because in my brain, I'm like, they all look, like the all look the same. But clearly, right, very memorable oh, yeah. for her. So she spots him, spots him trying to get away. Mm-hmm. And Reese's voice is in her head. Yep. This screaming of like, where are you? Where are you? And she says to him, In her head, Mm -hmm. I'm exactly where I need to be. And she decides to go after the Antor! Yes! Yes! Yes, yes, yes! I just, I'm exactly where I need to be! Yes, you are, Farah! I know. I'm so proud of her. every single level.
1: Yep. It was a good chapter. Bad, but
0: good. Yikes, but like,
1: ah! I know.
0: Farah! Farah! Okay. Chapter fifty nine is also short and sweet. Um, this for me is an in my feels mm-hmm. sticker, and I said Feyre seeks revenge against the Ator. Yeah. <sighs> Highlights for you. Um, I just I
1: hate what recent Feyre had to do, but I'm so glad that he's there to support her and like yes. remind her of who she is yes. through all of this.
0: Because he finally makes it back to help save Valaris. I know. Um. In Feyre's head, as she's going after the Ator, she goes, the Ator was mine. Mm -hmm. And I just really appreciated that, like, determination there of, like... Because it's, like... I feel like the Ator was, like, one of the first and most terrifying things she experienced. Mm -hmm. And carried so much fear for her. Mm -hmm. That it's, like, she's not afraid anymore.
1: No. Oh, yay. Right? Um, Also, I just... Like, Farrah truly now seems to be Reese's equal, and that she was able to shut him out. Yeah. Like, mentally, I was like, he's the most powerful High Lord in history, and Farrah can shut him out of her mind. I was so impressed. I was yes. like, this is what the surreal meant.
0: Like, she Exactly.
1: Is, you are his equal.
0: You are. And then, as he's. So, Reese is entering Valaris, mm-hmm. and it says, like, a mighty darkness, like, devoured the world. And she goes, My mate. Death incarnate, night triumphant, and I love that description I love it. so much. I love, 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 love that line. I love it so much. Sarah, I got Sarah and I mugs with that on it because yes. it's the It's, I love it. I know, I love it. Maybe that's why she's the princess of death. Maybe because he's death incarnate.
1: I can go with that, you
0: know, tying it together. All right, I just love it. Yes. So she finally catches up to the Ator. Well, she
1: literally winnows into the air (laughs) to where he is. She's like, I could feel it tugging. Like she was able to trace him in the sky, basically. Amazing. And winnowed like on top of him.
0: Yes. Which is amazing. So they're doing that classic like holding each other and fighting as they like free fall out of the sky. Because she
1: shreds his wings with ash arrows.
0: Just like. What? Amazing. Mm. And then one of my favorite like... Mom- like types of moments this gave me very much like Anastasia vibes also okay. if you know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. where with the whole like this is for Reese and this is for Claire and this this is for me like yes. I just I love that so much mm-hmm. I love it so much yep. it's like you have lost goodbye like yes. you've lost in every single way
1: and I love that she's able to kind of reflect on what was done to these people and yeah. she's like Especially for Claire, you know, yeah. I love like that she poor Claire. I know she she's stabbing this at her for Claire and for herself yes. and for yes. Reese. I just I love that she's she's taking control of what was done to all of these people.
0: Yeah. So. And I love I do really love that she adds herself into that. Yeah. Because I think one of the things Feyre is really good at is doing things for other people mm-hmm. and caring about other people. Yep. And she doesn't always extend that to herself. Yeah. And so it's like, in this moment, she's doing it for other people, which we would expect a Feyre based Mm -hmm. off her personality. But it's also for her. Yeah. And she's acknowledging that.
1: The only thing I don't like is as they're falling and about to hit the ground, she whispers, I'll see you in hell. Like, fairy, you're not going to hell. No, I was like, you killed two innocent fairies because you were saving (laughs) all of Prithian. You're not going to hell for that. Yeah. By far made up for it and saving all the people that you have and... Yeah. That made me sad. That that's she still has that thought.
0: I know because it's like you could say go to hell, you right? Could say, like there's lots of things that don't include yourself being there. Yeah, but alas, alas, alas. So she manages to winnow out just as the ator like hits the ground. Hits the ground, which mm-hmm. is just epic. Yep. Um, and it said, um, I panted, trembling, and on the street ahead, what lay broken and oozing on the cobblestones, the Ator's wings were a twisted ruin. So it's like, he's gone. Finally. Finally gone. hmm And then Rhysand joins her. The wave of darkness, Rhysand's power at last, hit my sign on the river. And I thought it was interesting how she said, no one cried out at the star-flecked cascade of night that cut off all light. So, like, his power just, like,
1: blacked everything out. I know. I... I can't imagine I'm so
0: excited to see this visually.
1: Just like pitch
0: black darkness I for a moment. The last of the people are dead and then the wave is gone.
1: Well, so Reese comes to Farah and kisses her to remind us both who we were, what we were. My icy heart thawed, the fire in my gut was soothed by a tendril of dark, and the water trickled out of my veins and back into the Sidra. Mm i was like i love that he's able to just bring her back to who she is she's yeah. not just this killing machine that has no thought mm-hmm. she can defend her people but then she can still be happy be with reese, be who she is yeah
0: it's like a centering moment for yeah. her it's so precious i know and then because we're coming up with some badass names for each other today mm-hmm. um reese says to her he says my mate murmured Feyre Cursebreaker the defender of the rainbow Mm. and I love that for her so much I know because I I think right she physically defended the rainbow today but I think she's just so deeply connected to it that you can just tell like there's gonna be a legacy here yeah I just love it so
1: much um yes I agree
0: (sighs) anything else nope okay one more chapter yep Okay, chapter 60. Okay, this is another in my feel sticker for me. I said, Valaris is secure and the inner court plans their next move. Mm -hmm. What did you notice?
1: So I'm just nervous for like what's to come. In theory, this plan of theirs sounds great, but I feel like it's way too easy. It's never that simple. Exactly. Nothing ever goes to plan. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And then also, I just love how Fair is reminded of the difference between Tamlin and Reese, and yeah. it's clear that you know she made the right choice. Yeah.
0: So it is. Um, at the very beginning of this chapter, mm-hmm. kind of like how I mentioned earlier, I. Asriel caught my eye quite a bit, mm-hmm. especially in this chapter. Yeah. Um, but it had a moment where it said, like, you know, everybody's exhausted, right? They've just right. been fighting. All their powers burn out. And it said that, like, Amron was half asleep on the couch across from mine. She leaned against Azriel, who kept casting alarmed glances at her, even as his own wounds leaked a bit atop his scar hands. Azriel's blue siphons were dull, muted, utterly empty. And this was, we've talked before about, like, what are Azriel and Amarin's, like interactions? Right. And I don't know. There was something just like so soft. Yeah, in so this protective moment. of
1: her. Like just worried that yeah. you know, like she's still hurting, even though he's completely drained of everything. Yeah,
0: and she's leaning on him. Yeah. I don't know. There was just there was something that just really it's very tender. It was so tender. Yeah. I just that really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of Amran, like. We get to hear no. about what Amryn did.
1: Yeah, more about her mysterious powers.
0: Yes, which are terrifying.
1: That it's awful. I was, it's <laughs> almost. It's almost like something that Reese seems like he'd be able to do. And yeah, then, with his like
0: Demati power,
1: right? And that he's manipulating their minds. But she did this like all at once to. She made all all the soldiers think that, you know, if they were flying down, that they were hundreds of feet in the air, but they're really just like two feet up. And so they crash into the ground. Yes. And then she put, you know, her own nightmares into some of their minds. And Mm. it just sounds terrible.
0: I know. She's very intense. You know, mm-hmm. we've asked like, what are Amaranth's powers? And I feel like this is just a, snippet. a little glimpse of it.
1: And they're all such different powers because you think about yeah. when they were under the water and she was breaking open the door. Mm-hmm. It's like, how is that related to getting into people's minds? Yeah.
0: Just, I feel like her array is very vast. Yeah. Just, there's much more to be discovered there. hmm. Um, so we have Valaris secure, mm-hmm. which is great, but now they're like, well, what do we do? What? What now? Yeah. Like, how do we mm-hmm. retaliate? What do we do to move past this? And again, okay, so this was another as catch moment for mm-hmm. me. So it was like Amran simply said, "We sleep, we eat," and it was Asriel who added his voice raw with the aftermath of battle rage, and then we retaliate. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he's so he's obviously been so quiet yep. that having that like silent. Rage, yeah, is terrifying. Oh yeah, like well, when As says and then we retaliate. I like low key shuddered. Like a I see bit.
1: why the Ator was terrified of him when yes. versus Reese. Like mm-hmm. when they were when he was caught. Yeah, the yeah. silent rage is way more in- intimidating. It's very intimidating.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna retaliate, hooray! Mm-hmm. But um, we got to figure out how. Yeah, to do that.
1: Um, I think this comes next. I'm not sure, but Reese talking about how the whole mental thing, how Fair was able to block oh, him out. Yeah, um, I was just impressed, or Reese is impressed. I am too, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the Fair was able to block him out of her mind. Um, but he tells her that I don't deserve you. Ugh. Her heart strained. He meant it. Truly felt that way. And she says that we deserve each other, and we deserve to be happy. They do. I uh, just hate that Reese still feels that way that he doesn't deserve her
0: it's ridiculous i know uh, so the contrast between him and tamlin obviously she's like are she says like are you going to scold me for like what she did right and he goes how could i scold you for defending my people i want to throttle you yes for not going back to the townhouse, but you chose to fight for them, for Valaris. And that's when he said, I don't deserve you. And it's like, yeah. I don't, like, Tamlin would not have responded that way. No, not at all. He just would have been pissed at her for doing it. Mm-hmm. So. Alas. Alas. So, Amber cracks the code mm-hmm. on the cauldron. Yep. Which, I'm like, that's good timing. hmm <laughs> Like, let's get this going. But
1: basically, to nullify the cauldron's power, Farrah has to touch the cauldron and say certain words. Yes. I was like, okay, that doesn't sound like the worst thing. Right.
0: <laughs> but we are also cautioned, Amron says, do not put the two halves of this book together.
1: Yeah, I thought that was... Because Moore is like, oh, like, let's... What happens if we put it together? Yeah. Like, not thinking a big deal. And Amron says, don't put them together. You put the pieces together, and the blast of the power will be felt in every corner and hole in the earth. You won't just attract the king of Highburn. You'll draw enemies far older and more wretched, things that have long been asleep and should remain so. Huh. Yikes yeah it's like I was like where are these creatures at? what
0: yeah it doesn't know. sound good. yeah the, the idea of it attracting the king of hybrid, I'm like, oh yeah, that tracks mm-hmm. but I'm like what what creatures yeah what, like what what else is out there? <laughs> what else is out there? Absolutely. so um they plan to move now mm-hmm. um, they basically have this plan to go and infiltrate the castle so that Feyre can say the words and nullify the cauldron
1: and Reese will have to basically sit on the outskirts yes because he, he can be tracked. Yes. So, obviously, he's not happy about that. And, you know, basically, he gives Farah the choice of if she wants to do this or, you know, what. She says, "'If I hadn't already been in love with him, I might have loved him for that, for not insisting I stay, even if it drove his instincts mad, for not locking me away in the aftermath of what happened yesterday. And I realized, I realized how badly I'd been treated before if my standards had become so low.'" If the freedom I'd been granted felt like a privilege and not an inherent right. Reese's eyes darkened, and I knew he read what I thought, felt. You might be my mate, but you remain your own person. You decide your fate, your choices, not me. You chose yesterday, you choose every day, forever. (laughs) I was like, I love you, Reese. You're so good for this person. Like the total opposite of Tamlin. Just Uh, giving her the freedom to choose. And the fact that she... I, I hate that she feels like it's a privilege, not an inherent right.
0: Well, but that's what she says. She's like, why do I feel like this is a privilege? Right. Like, she's realizing, like, no, this is how it should be. But, yeah, I'm really proud of her for that.
1: I know. And I'm proud of Reese for giving her the choice.
0: Yes, because, again, he's in those early mate phases. Yes. Where a, he's a little extra crazy. A little bit. <laughs> so, it's like, it's been a date. hmm <laughs>
1: Like, one day. Oh, my gosh, has that been it?
0: I feel like, well, yeah. I guess no, because we... We spent a little bit of time in Volaris. But so maybe still, a few days. Like a week. If that.
1: And they said you can go crazy for like a month, basically.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <sighs> um, one other note that I just, again, noticed about is like rage. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was talking about the plan, and they're talking about how they're going to go through the castle, he said, we beat them yesterday, so when we go into that castle, vengeance indeed danced in that normally placid face. We'll leave a few reminders that we won the last damn war for a reason. Mm. This is so why I love like, Asriel. I, like, when you all talk about how much you love Asriel, I'm like, yeah, Asriel's great. Yeah. Like, he's great. But these last, like, two pages, mm-hmm. I'm like,
1: yeah. He's so easy to gloss over. Yes. I think it's only in the second or third time that I read this book that I was like, yes, Asriel.
0: Yeah, because... He's so quiet a lot of the time, but right. then it's like you get these one lines from him and you're like,
1: oh. Because mm-hmm. it's so easy to gloss over. It's You don't, this is not a skimming book. You do no. not skim this book, but I feel like there's little parts where you kind of breeze through it yeah. you don't notice it. But when well, because
0: this book is so good, you just want to keep reading it so fast that right. you end up missing pieces right. left and right. Mm-hmm. So, just love it. So they finally decide to get some rest, Mm -hmm. and Feyre goes upstairs and is kind of left with the question of, like, wait, where am I supposed to
1: go? I know, and she's... Well, and as we talked about prior, we didn't know what different court's etiquettes were. So in the spring court, her and Tamlin had separate bedrooms. Which,
0: to me, was a red flag.
1: Right. But it was also... (laughs) I mean, the the spring court seems very medieval, and it seems very royal and that, you know, the king and queen would have different bedrooms, as we see in America. like in history of the world yeah so that seems appropriate but we don't know night court etiquette we don't know other courts so she's kind of like well do
0: we sleep in separate bedrooms what's the i love that she didn't even like ask Mm -hmm. did she no no she she didn't didn't ask ask, no because reese just walks up he's like we can use your room if you like but Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's just like he like knows Mm -hmm. and like immediately he's like so where are you going because that's where i'm going
1: i know and i love that (laughs) Because obviously you should share a bedroom with your mate. Exactly. Duh. Obviously.
0: Um, so she decides to go into his room because the bed's bigger, which... Totally understand. I understand that, absolutely. And he gives her a gift. Mm, this is the best part. It is the best part. It's his mother's ring that she saved from the weaver. Yes. Oh, the ring. I, I just love
1: that this ring was not just... It's not just a ring. So, first off, it's his mother's ring, and it was yes. passed down female to female for many generations, and she had given it to him as a reminder when he was in the Illyrian camp of, like, her and their family, mm-hmm. and then took it away yes. when, when he left and said that basically whatever female he was going to marry or mate needed to be able to get it back from the weaver. Yes. Which I was like, what? What? How- Who's supposed to get this back from the Weaver? What I mean, th- she
0: did. So
1: because they wouldn't be basically able to handle him if they couldn't handle getting it from the Weaver. Yeah. And so his intentions were twofold when he sent her in there. He's
0: such a schemer. I love it. I love it so I much. Know. She goes, so I won my wedding ring without even being asked if I wanted to marry you. He's like, no.
1: Mm-hmm. So I love just, it. I love it. That, that was, you know, his ulterior motive. He knew then.
0: He knows, like like we said before, mm-hmm. there's 2,000 things happening in his brain at once. I know. Love that he's a schemer. And I love that his mom... <laughs> is just like him. Just like him. <laughs> well, I guess we should say he's just like her. Mm-hmm. But yes.
1: I know. I love that she had the forethought to yeah. make sure that he picked a girl that was able to <laughs> get a ring from the weaver. Yeah. So that just made me super happy. And, you know, she decides not to wear it, obviously, because of everything that's about to happen. And it could put him in more danger. It could put her in more danger. Yeah. So, but afterwards, when they're free of hibern, she wants to do all of it. Yeah. The mating ceremony, marriage,
0: all of it. Yes. But Reese goes, and if I wanted to go one step beyond that, and she goes, I'm listening. And I'm like, what does that mean? I know. Mm. So, that's the end of these chapters. I know. It was a good bunch. I know. Intense, but like oh, so good. All the
1: feels, good things for Pharaoh. Yes. But yeah, now I'm just worried that their plan's gonna go to crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because
1: plans never work out. They
0: don't. So And like clearly Hibern is like very much ahead of them.
1: Right. The so. fact that he's already attacked Valaris and Yeah. yeah. So
0: Next week, we'll know what happens. Yes, so next week is going to be our last episode for this season. Um, I'm not going to give the name of it. Because no. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but we are going to do chapters 61 through 69, the end of the book. Yep. And that'll be that. Oh, so it'll be a big finish. It'll be such a big finish. It's like, there's so much that happens in these last, like, 40 pages. Yes, get
1: ready yes get ready listeners all
0: right well we'll talk with you guys next week all righty bye. bye thank you so much for listening to a court of fairies and fangirls a sarah j mass fan podcast Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think.
1: You can find us on Instagram at @fairiesandfangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.